Welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hey, Chris, how's it going? Hey, Sam, good to be here. How are you? I'm great. Another podcasting recording day. And we have Carl the Lush Monster Hartley with us once more. Yeah, I'm back. Thanks, Chris, yeah. Chris for getting my intro right. It's, it's <laughs> only taken him three times. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. It's all good. You, you're welcome, my friend. Okay, so um, now we're going to mix it up a little bit this time. All right, so coming up in the show, we have Kickstart or Dropkick. But for now, I got I got a little bit of hassle. I was like, you keep saying you're going to tell us a story about the most embarrassing thing that ever happened to you. Dom, and, dom, dom. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. I said uh, That was up my sleeve for whenever we had a bit of a blank time. But let's do it. Let's talk about the story. So this is back in Spain. And it seems that a lot of things that were quite embarrassing happened to me in Spain. But anyway, so this time uh, we we I was playing for La Línea Rugby Club. Um, I was a flanker. Um, and we had a round-robin tournament with the British Navy, British Army, uh, RAF, um, and uh, Gibraltar first and second team. So that was the teams, and we were the Spanish team, La Línea de la Concepción, which is where I was living. Our team was made up of all these uh, plumbers and builders and brickies and sort of rough sort of people. Uh, the jib first were all public schoolboys, and I didn't even know that was for reals. Like, you know, you, you hear that, um, the English have these public schoolboys, but they are, they're like, oh, that was a smashing, smashing game. Let's go to the Ock Club and have a couple of gins, shall we? Like, seriously, that's how they sounded. But they were very, very good on the rugby field, and that we could hardly beat them. The only ones that beat them were the Navy, and the reason the Navy beat them, was because they played dirty. They'd be punching in the scrum and getting the odd knee in there. And the jib first just couldn't handle that. They'd like freak out. So we were like, mm, we can do that. When we played the Navy, we could be as dirty as them, you know, get those, yeah, yeah, those yeah. welders in there and smack the elbow, you know, a few elbows in. It was all good. So anyway, we had a, um, this is the embarrassing story. That was the setup. We had a bye one week and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturday, no game on Saturday. We'll do a bit of training. So Friday night, Go to the pub. The Rovers return. I'm not joking. It had Coronation Street photos all on the wall. Trying to cash in on old people. And I got absolutely trolled, like you do when you're 23 living overseas playing rugby. And um, I even fell asleep in the pub. Woke up um, and Nick and his girlfriend, I've forgotten his, her name, says, oh, yeah, come crash at our place. Rah, rah, rah. So we um, staggered off their place and they had a domestic and I was like all embarrassed. I'm like, Ugh. just crashed on the couch. Next morning, I wake up bright and early and I'm thinking, holy crap, I've got to get ready for rugby. But knowing that I was going to get on the piss and knowing that I might not make it home, I had all my gear sitting at home just in the in the hallway. So I get up, I run, literally run through town. You know when you get so drunk the night before that when you wake up, you feel like superhuman? Yes. You know? Yes. Uh, I, I was just running and I'm, and all these people were just looking at me going past with a look of astonishment on their face. I, yeah, I was like, whatever. And I grabbed my gear out of, I didn't even go into the house, I opened the door, grabbed my gear off the hallway, locked the door, ran off to the Rovers return where we were meeting to go to rugby practice. This is where I should have known what was going on. I come in and everybody else was already there and they're all in a huddle in the middle of the pub, which you know wasn't actually open. It was just, you know, we were meeting there. The owner was the 
uh, captain of the team, and we went in, and they all split off and just looked at me, and it's like, oh, nothing's happening, nothing's happening at all here, no, nothing to look at, and I'm like, what, what's going on? So um, he, we decided to do some tackle training, went down the beach, we started doing some tackle training in the sand, it was yep, all good, yep. sweating a bit, that sort of thing, and then somebody said, hey, you know, the army's playing um, jib seconds, let's go and watch, so we jumped in the van, drove out to Sota Grande, and we um, started watching the, the rugby game. Was, I was starting to feel really good, you know, I sweated a lot of this alcohol out, it's all pretty good. And at half time, one of the army guys came over and said, uh, hey, look, we're a player down, um, we've got an injury, um, can somebody play the rest of the game? And I said, hey, I'm in, you know, and Bob looked at me funny, and he's like, are you sure? I'm like, well, yeah, I'm hungover, but... It's not my team, so I don't play well. Like, what do I care? You know, it's like a win-win. And the guy goes, oh, okay, sweet. So I go in and play the the rest of the game. I would like to say I was awesome, but I was okay. I mean, I was pretty hungover, you know. Yeah. End of the game, um, and we won. And uh, you know how everybody goes around and shakes everyone's hands? Oh, Nobody yeah. would shake my hand. Oh, okay. okay. Not a single person from either team. I was being shunned so hard. It was embarrassing. I'm like, I didn't play it that badly. What the hell? And we jump in the van. We're going back. And the, all the other, my teammates just started cracking up. And they're like, you are such a dick. And they turn the mirror around. <laughs> and when I'd fallen asleep at the pub the night before, they put on you know rouge, lipstick, mascara, the works. So I effectively played half a game for the British Army in drag and didn't even know it. Excellent. That is hilarious. That is the most embarrassing thing that has ever happened to me. So what position were you playing, Chris? I can't even bloody remember. So I wasn't, wasn't hooker. hooker. <laughs> wasn't hooker. No. no, I wasn't hooker. I was too big for that. Uh, no comment. No. I'm amazed you didn't notice that you had some makeup like on your eyes. I like, you think you'd be like, oh. I didn't, I didn't. It's good being used oh. to it, Sam. Oh, okay, okay. That makes complete sense. I never me. looked at anything that Reflective. had a reflective and it just didn't occur to me. And I'd been with these guys all day and nobody said anything. So, you that, know. That was good on their part. Yeah. I would, you yeah, know, you think someone it. would just crack up and you'd be like, oh, what's going on? Yeah. Oh, I got so much stick from that team. They even had a, a, uh, magazine for the Costa del Sol and they did a story on our team and you know how in the story <laughs> they have these little captions they blow up big yeah and one of the things they blew up big was they even have a Kiwi in their team his nickname is the Flying Virgin which was <laughs> yeah that's what they called uh, me uh, which was hilarious and because I delivered beer up and down the Costa del Sol I had a lot of uh, clients ask me so why are you the Flying Virgin oh, oh man but anyway, that's a story for another time. So, <laughs> I'm going to give that a seven and a half out of ten. That was good. Yeah, it was, it was good. good. Solid, solid story. Solid story. Solid yeah. story. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> hey, you got a story there. Uh, I can give you the reduced version. Okay, the 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 pulp fiction version. I guess we can call it. So, so it's not in order. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe I can't. It's about. It was a another drinking day, similar to Chris's. Um, Back in the day, I used to have a six-side six um, soccer team. And every week, we'll get dressed in theme. So we're cops and robbers one week. When we'll play dressed up as cops and robbers with stockings on our heads and running around. And we'll drink booze, and it's lots of fun. So we always get into theme. And this this week was cross-dressing. So we all had these kind of dresses on, mini skirts on, whatever. And, you know, having a few drinks. And we go out there, and we're playing 
and this is an all-girl team we're playing against. So is the all-girl team dressed up as well? Or no, 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 no else in the league. Oh, okay, 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 This okay. is just what we did. It was oh, our thing. Uh, yeah, we're, okay. we're, we're called Team Como because we, you know, obviously drinking lots back in the day. So we're playing, and these girls are killing us on the field. We're talking slide tackles. When slide tackles are kind of illegal in kind of like these social games, they're slide tackling us, elbowing us in the face. Like, like they're basically wrestling us on this uh, soccer pitch, and we're getting like beaten up, and we're kind of go, "Whoa, these girls are so angry. I have no idea why." Anyway, we lose to them really badly. And we're all battered and bruised and we're at the clubhouse and we're kind of drinking. And then they come up and turn just to like a boat race, drinking race. And then they smash us at that as well. <laughs> and we're oh, going, yeah, so you're losing I'm all loving this. Uh, and we're going, and I'm talking to my team and go, why are these girls hating on us so bad? And then we find out that they were like a lesbian team and they thought we were taking the piss out of them and we are just trying to be macho guys or something. <laughs> and they didn't realize we were just being stupid and cross-dressing for the, for the fun of it. So, oh. But we ended up making friends with them and we, you know, we apologized for any offense that they may have taken. <laughs> but the, I still remember just a couple of my mates just getting slid tackle and just crumpling and this girl <laughs> kind of standing over them going like shaking bring it, it bring, bring it. it and we go why are they so angry at us <laughs> that's pretty good I, I give that a six ah, seven whoa, out of ten whoa, seven whoa, out of ten very good yeah thanks seven seven it was alright mine was, was mine was like within the last century though yeah well, that's <laughs> true that's true yeah yeah <laughs> you just copy my cross dressing even though I, mine was unintentional it was probably not called cross-dressing when Chris was doing it. It yeah. was just called um, <laughs> um, wearing other people's clothes or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it worked in the <laughs> old days, eh, Chris? hadn't been invented yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, gay hadn't been invented oh. then. Oh, yeah. More like, more like you know, <laughs> Actually, funny skins. enough, in Spain, that was quite a common occurrence. People would have a career um, in TV or whatever as a guy, and they'd get to retirement, and they would then become, I forget the name for it, but there isn't a particular name. And they just virgin. And they would just... Dress and dresses from then on. All oh, right. So they would retire as a woman. Okay, it's interesting. It's it's weird, but it's Spanish. It's cool. This is how they did it. Yeah. Anyway, so um, what else did we have on? Oh, we in the last episode we touched on Twitch TV, or rather, Carl did while I shut him down rudely because we were running out of time. Yeah, he did that kind of time signal thing to me. Yeah, it was right. just we're finishing now. Stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> Real that, subtle. That yeah. was the subtle, subtle. <laughs> We're out of time, Carl. Let's finish this. Yeah. So tell us about Twitch TV because I have jumped on there, but I think I have the wrong idea of what it actually is. Okay. So, hmm. so Twitch TV has kind of been my guilty pleasure for like the last maybe eighteen months. And what it is is a platform where if you play games, you can stream it online and people can watch you. And I know if you've never kind of done this you'll think wow that is the lamest thing in the entire world and at the at first at first thought i thought the same thing right whereas like, why would i watch someone else play a game when i can just go and play that same game and this is where it all changed for me because you can watch professional players who are like the best the 0.00001 best in the world at a certain game there's that all that enjoyment of appreciating how good they are but on top of that you get to know the personalities and I, I kind of liken do, it. To, do they, sorry, interrupt. Yeah, go, go. Do, do they talk or is it just the computer sounds and just the computer? Oh, yeah. So they, they do their own running commentary while they're playing. Oh, right. Yep, yep. And each, each person that you watch has their own style. So you might have the one person who just sits there and be, does, be absolutely silent for five minutes and then just crack up laughing and, but they're just showing off their skills. But 
then you had the the kind of color commentary type guys who are making jokes constantly and doing kind of interesting things within the game. And that's how you start getting hooked because these guys are kind of sharing their thoughts on how to play the game better, making some jokes, kind of playing music in the background. So it's this whole different experience where it's like playing a video game yourself because you're watching them do it, but you're kind of going along with a friend, you know? Yeah. And that's yeah. like, then that's where everything changes. So when we're getting into this whole esport, which is what we were talking about last episode, is, um, this is how you actually get a connection with those players. Absolutely. And, um, that, that's why you'd have a fan, or if you were a player, you'd want to do this. So you build a fan base. I know. And it's crazy because again, at first you go, this is crazy. But after you're following your favorite player, and just imagine if you're watching your favorite like cricketer or rugby player watching them train and them giving their own kind of personal commentary on what they're doing and how they're getting better or imagine being able to do that basically every second day you can watch your favorite gamer share what they're doing to get better at the game and then get this when they start playing professionally you can go and watch them and i did this when i went to singapore and i'm and it's even cooler because you know what they're thinking because you've seen them enough so when they're playing in game, you go, oh, I know why he's doing that. I know why he made that play. I know why he went there. And it's just another level to like enjoyment of the game as well. That's pretty cool. Like Put it that way, it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, if you want to have a bit of a funny take on it, check out the last couple of episodes of South Park. Oh, they, really? They do a bit of a take on it. Cartman uh, becomes a celebrity because uh, he just starts commenting on people commenting on gaming. Lol. I like okay. the way this guy comments. He's, he's comments. Well, okay, so there's another big thing, and there's like a, there's like there's a subculture to Twitch TV, and it's called Twitch uh, Twitch Chat. And if you watch it, it looks crazy, and I used to hate it myself. Yeah. But you start warming to it because it's like the mixture of what a twelve year old would say to what someone really trolly would say, but it's all happening in a million uh, messages a second, and it's yep. just it's got its own personality. It's like a mob chat. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but uh, yeah. we could talk about that now, another time. Um, so I had something in my head, and I think it's something you told me about oh, over a year ago now. Um, and I thought that was what Twitch TV was, but obviously it's not. Um, and so this was this game that you could watch the game, but the character is being controlled by... Everybody watching, and they oh, yeah 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 yeah. What, what 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 am I talking about? What so, was that thing? So Twitch actually made this an integrated Twitch plays Pokemon. So what it meant is people watching um, the Pokemon game that's been emulated on, on another computer by what they put in the chat happens in the game. Oh, okay, and they, that's interesting. So everyone's choosing what the option they should take, and then it kind of figures it out and goes, okay, this is the most popular option, so do this. But it does it on the fly in real time, right? Yeah, basically. So people are going right, 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 and somebody else is going left, left, left. And then it figures it out and goes, okay, the majority of people see this, it does this. And they completed Pokemon doing that. Ah, very good. I know. So that, so, that is interesting to me. That is very interesting. That is, when, when Chris ran upstairs to grab us some water, I was talking to Carl, and Amazon brought Twitch. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, no, I they, didn't. Uh, they brought it out and... The really good thing is, I was listening to another podcast about mm-hmm. this, is they didn't do anything with it. They, they've kept it exactly the same. They're just using their massive servers and their cloud-based experience and all that stuff to make sure it runs properly with so many people watching it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm a big Amazon fan. I don't know if you guys know that. but um, I know that because you've always got random stuff hosted with them. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've had an Amazon S3 account since forever, and I got my bill the other day, and it was like, 80 cents um 
so you know it, that's a monthly bill and so yeah i i'm a big fan i've been to a couple of the aws co- uh, conferences at amazon web services but also the amazon store itself you know um we've bought some stuff from there i think and yeah these microphones came from amazon yeah exactly there and um and i love my kindle i've said that before eh? i love my kindle he's got the original kindle did you know that carl yeah it looks like the Battlestar galactica doesn't it <laughs> yeah yeah or it's the um the is it the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, pretty much like yeah. that. Like Don't the original, panic. like the iPod classics or something. Just yeah, kind of yeah. chunk. I'm waiting for a museum to like put a call out and say, "Has anyone got one of Dude, these?" I have a Kindles? Scion upstairs. I should bring that down and show you that. You don't even know what a Scion is, but I think I got the extended. 16 kilobyte memory pack that's the little it. tiny foldable computer yeah it it's slides like a, out and it's got a hard shell and oh, i i want to see this thing now and i, I want to take a photo i, yeah. I program it okay can you I'll, sign I'll, up I'll for me dig it out i'll figure out where it is i'll dig it out before we go and we'll get a photo i'll throw it on the uh so how long how show notes. when did you get that like uh, it cost me 150 pound in london <laughs> in pound shillings 92 I oh think. yeah yeah 91, so it was cutting 91? edge back then oh yeah yeah, I mean, and yeah, some of my friends are like, why would you want a personal computer you can carry with you? And I'm like, one day, everybody will want one. Oh, um, little did he know everyone's going to have a small computer, cell phone in their pocket. I was pre- prescient, pre-scient, prescient, how are you? Pre-cognitive? Maybe? Yeah, maybe that. Prescience. I think is a, uh, okay. whatever. So I knew. I know the future. I know. I knew. The only thing I ever really did with it was I um that was I programmed it to um pick lotto numbers when lotto's first started in New Zealand. Like it first started. That sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I am gonna program a. There might be millions and millions of dollars worth of potential earnings sitting wherever this thing is. In Chris's house, and he hasn't been using it for the last forty odd years. I just yeah. flashback to me downloading a, a like an actual program on PC like twenty years ago that went through all the last all the lotto selections over all the years and predicted the next ones. There and were, never won. There was a guy in the paper five or six years ago, and he was based in Cambridge, and he had made a program that did it. And you could buy the program off him. It was like twenty bucks. I think it's still around. I, I can't remember what it was called, but it hit the worst website in the world. And I remember emailing him and saying, hey, you need to sort out your website. Yeah. That's like, that's so terrible. 1995. And and he was talking, and I don't know how, yeah. So anyway, he had a program that could pick the numbers based on frequency or something. Yeah, yeah. Here's a tip, guys. Best numbers are the ones that are least picked. Because when you do win, you're more likely to get the maximum win. And that's the only tip you need to know about Lotto. Uh, Good point, good point. Yeah, you've got no more chance of winning. But if you do hit that chance... You got a, your winnings will be more. That that makes sense. That's actually a logical thing. Life hacks by Carl. <laughs> Life hacks by Carl. Yeah. Now we're and, gonna... and we should actually get a photo of him in that shirt to put in the show notes. Oh, yeah, that's a life hack if I've, <laughs> I've ever seen one. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. It's a summer. It's a summer shirt. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're going to move on to kickstart or dropkick. Oh, yes, uh, yes, yes. As we've been talking, I've managed to find two different things. Mm. Okay, what do we got for us? The first one is Goat Mug, original goat story crafted into a coffee mug. Goat Mug. It's so, um, yeah, it's, okay. It's, yeah, well, I mean, look at the, look at these figures. People well, no, want before this. we go into the figures, let's, uh, can we explain what it is? Is there a, go down a little bit? It's, more. it's, um, Goat Story and Shepherd's Legacy has inspired us to design something original, different, and sustainable. 
the goat mug. Yeah, so imagine a coffee mug, a, a normal one that you can buy, that you can reuse. This one's in the shape of a goat horn. Yeah, so, so obviously you drink from the wide end, with the narrow end being the part that you don't sit on the table. What the hell? You can never put this down. I was right? just thinking that it must come with a stand. No? No, it, it doesn't appear to come with a stand. No, oh. there it is. There it is. The bit comes off. Oh, it's oh so, so, okay. So it's got a sleeve that is, um, this is for the listeners. Oh, so it's got a sleeve, good. which uh, obviously narrows, and you take the sleeve off, reverse it, and sit it on that, and the sleeve becomes a stand. Uh, so for, cool. for the basic $25, you get the Grande Goat Mug with the leather straps. And uh, as you go up, you can get ones like the Goat Mug Hemp Edition, and you can get more oh, Goat whoa. Mugs. Is that, a, is that a side pouch? Oh, it's, it comes with a belt clip, so you can hang it off your belt. It that is like, pretty cool. It looks like uh, what Han Solo puts his blaster in. I yeah. know, this is getting <laughs> <It looks> amazing. <laughs> amazing. Yeah, look, look, look at that hipster dude there. Oh my gosh. Uh, dude, they, they hired the actor with the beard in the, in the cafe for that yeah. shot. That oh, look, now it's looped around this chick's uh, handbag. Um, Christian Dior handbag, you yeah. know, like, yeah. yeah. Oh, this guy's got it wrapped around, or she, I think. This person's got it wrapped around them as they're riding their push bike. That's a guy's hands, yeah. man. I'm thinking I might make a rip-off version and call it the Sabretooth. Ooh. Yeah. I think there's a market there for that. Yeah, the Sabretooth. Yeah, better better than Goat Story. So, Although, are they, are they, uh, this is the, the Goat Simulator. Maybe they should, they should be tying this oh, into I've, the Goat I've, I've Simulator. Oh, I've actually got the Goat Simulator on the iPad. I've been playing it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Love I remember it. when Love somebody it. shared that. I think it was Carl shared it to me with me originally. And I was like, have you played, goat, have you seen Goat Simulators coming? And I saw the video. I'm like, that's not a game. That's it's, not a it, game. Sam, awesome. Sam, have you got the MMO version yet? The newer version? No, because oh. the iPad's sort of like a lighter version of the PC version. Oh, I gotcha, I gotcha. I've also got Farming Simulator 2014. I've been uh, harvesting. The giant pumpkin man has I've, to do I've his... been harvesting wheat with my tractor. So anyway, getting off topic. So <laughs> what are the numbers we got to have for the goat horn? Oh, my God. There's only 40 hours to go. They originally wanted... $25,000. Oh, my God. They've got $25,000. That's a lot of money. It, yeah, but think about it. It's to get that molded and made and have um, nice leather work. It probably, okay, could be up there. I don't know. Uh, 9,654 backers, and they have pledged $400,126. Okay, so the goat story is a win. Yeah. That's a big kickstart. That's pretty good. Carl um, Sabretooth. Be- better than uh, Magnet and Two Tape. Yeah, two baggers yeah, and a yeah, tape. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <sighs> Always get that definitely. wrong. Uh, if I see one of these in the wild in public, I just feel like screaming out, oh, good story. Yeah, 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 um, totally. So there's... But yeah. it's a US thing, so the chances of us seeing it here is Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It could, I don't know where they're based. Uh, they have that amount of money. It's got to be international. Uh, it will be, but oh, yeah, free US shipping, so it must be in there. And the other one... So our dropkick? Potential dropkick. Our potential Because, you know, we can't judge these people too harshly. Madonna's Tattoos Book Volume 1. Yep. This person wants to put together a book of people's tattoos of Madonna on their arms and stuff. Not the Madonna, but Madonna the singer. Madonna the singer, yep. Yep. Not... They've still got 29 days to go. Attention, Madonna art and tattoo lovers. There is a book that needs to be put out with your help. First of its kind for the rebel heart in you. There's not too much more to say about this, really. There's uh, 
no rewards at $75. Pledge $75 a reward. That's the only level that they've That's got. That's the only level. They don't know what that is. They, yeah, you will get keys, keychains, pins, buttons to decorate your vintage denim jacket. Okay. Oh, man. And some people have no clue. No, no. This must be a, a mon- money laundering idea or something. How do you So they need, they need $7,000 to achieve this goal of getting some photos of tattoos in a book. Uh, they've got four backers already, and uh, they've got three hundred twenty-five dollars. So that's wow. actually that's quite a lot better than some of the other drop kicks we've mentioned in the past. Yeah, they, they've actually got something. I don't think Shite Punk ever got anything. Do you want to look that up? Can oh, we see? better check out Shite. We better check out. Well, what's the maths on that actually? What's seven thousand divided by seventy-five? Let's get the. Well, it's less than a hundred, isn't it? So it actually, they actually might get it. Nah, the electric Shite. Shite the album. Oh, he's got pledged. Someone pledged four pounds. He's got one backer that's bam. pledged four pounds. It's probably himself. Of the 150 pound goal. Yeah. Good Good on them for giving it a go. But it's only got 13 days to they, go. Uh, there are ways to do Kickstarter, Kickstart campaigns properly, and there's ways to do them wrong. Yeah, so, so I, I don't know if I shared this before. It's something I learned from our friend Kat Jenkins, who I'm working with on the crowdfunding book. And she says, in the first, and it, I've got it in my notes on, if I get it wrong, my apologies, get the exact numbers wrong, but if the first two days you've got to get 30% of your um, thing. If you don't, if you fail to get 30% in the first two days, even if it's a 30 You're day or longer. You're pretty much not going to. You you have to do some serious change so of work. So it's like strategy. snowballing or something. Yeah, like it's it, it's called a valley. So it goes down pretty quick, then it's flat, and then it comes up at the end. And one of the interesting things that come out with the research and the, what I'm we're writing in the book is that um, extending the period just extends the flat patch. Oh, okay. So you're gotcha. actually yep. better keeping it relatively short. So fourteen. But to you need to build days. that hype, don't you? And with yeah. whatever your audience and is. You should be pre launching it. Like mm. before you do it, that's where you build up your, your contact list, you get yeah, it, yeah. seed the information out there, you get people interested, do all that, and then you launch. You make sure you hit the first uh, third of it in, in the first two days and you're on, on track. And most and you'll get a little bit in that flat period, but it's sort of low and then there might be spikes if it goes hits one of those big websites, you know, Reddit loves it or whatever. Yeah. And then, um, and then at the end, it just it's all about that. Oh man, you got to get in. All this is not going to get funded. And then all the supporters to that date are like, oh man, I want this funded. So they'd start telling their friends, which is what happened with AFK. Which you know, because I was like rabid about that. Like everybody, go and fund it. <laughs> you were a little bit, but it got funded. It got funded. So Have you had any updates on that? Uh, no, I haven't uh, really. I did watch the pilot, which was one of the rewards. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was pretty cool. Very good. Yeah. Hey, just getting back to the Madonna tattoo. Yeah, you're keen, aren't you? I'm, I'm, okay, so they only need 40 people to back it to hit their goal. they got 29 days less left. So, yeah, yeah, it is. 40. 75 times 40. Wow. So in my mind, I'm thinking, they're going to get this. I'm oh. going to bet. I'm going to give you guys a one- Dollar gold coin bet that they hit it. Oh, I'm glad you said one dollar gold coin because if it's that one dollar paper note, yeah, yeah, that's when we have Christo trouble. still has those. He, he tries to pay in shells as well. So you're right there. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> what? Seventy-five dollars each. Okay, what's four thousand divided by seventy-five? No, it was seven thousand. 
7,000. Is it? 7,000. 7, oh. 7, well, let's go back to the calculations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, Dang, 7,000. <laughs> I, I was thinking there's, some, there's some serious maths wrong Yeah, I was there. thinking your yeah. uh, phone's doing some awesome work. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's big, but that's it. Uh, 75. Okay, so it gets a little bit more difficult. Okay, how many people Nin- now? 94 people. So yeah, do you I, still said think it, I said it was like nearly, nearly 100, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It so makes more sense now. Do you think we're still going to do that? <laughs> um, I'm committed, guys. <laughs> okay. I, I already put my dollar in. Okay, okay. I'll hold you to it. Yeah, okay. I don't oh, think they will. There, there is no dollar in. It's, oh, are you talking bet? I, yeah. I thought, you know, if you really want to back, you'd put 75 bucks and show your support, really. Uh, I don't need to. I'm confident. I'm yeah. confident. He, I'm hasn't, com- he hasn't built it up over the year to get to that point. <laughs> yeah. I'm confident that there were 94 people with Madonna tattoos that feel committed to get to, to, to be in a book. This because how many of them are there? It's so niche. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They probably would pay $75 just to get their photo in a book. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get your dollar and well, that, buy that a coffee with her it. marketing strategy right there. That's what should, should we'll be keep saying. an eye on it, and we'll see if we owe Carl a dollar. <laughs> yeah, we'll go in fifty cents. Each. Yeah, and don't trust Carl's maths <laughs> is the other thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe he could go buy some property. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll pitch in twenty five cents each and give him his dollar. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm gonna be so happy. Okay. Four weeks from now, I'm getting a dollar. Just saying it right now. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. So yes, yeah, so that's uh. Twitch TV we covered, and that's the kickstart and drop kick. Um, I think we're pretty much we're pretty much done for this episode. So um, again, uh, show notes. We'll see if we can get a photo of um, Carl's wonderful shirt. We'll put uh, the, put we'll, that on the show notes yeah, we'll as well as my scion if I can find it. Hopefully, I can. Maybe Carl it holding up. the scion. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's happen. a bit of inception there. Yeah. And you'll see these photos and what have you on uh, the at, on the show notes at. Uh, the Chris and Sam podcast.com. Probably episode put them up on 16, are we? 16, I think. 16 sounds Sweet good. 16. And, um, and also obviously you can check us out on Facebook. We'll get those photos on Facebook as yep. well. Uh, and on Twitter. So the Chris and Sam podcast on Facebook. Uh, not the guys in the hot tub. And we'll also be on Twitter at the Chris and Sam pod. So check us out, share us around, and uh, yeah, yeah, and and give us some feedback, guys. We'd what do you like? What do you actually. like? Do we, do we want to keep the lush monster on here? Should we get rid of him? Should yes. we cut him loose? What's I mean, it's hard story? enough for us to track him down the first time. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> we need now, like six now we've got notice. actually. Um, he's been on like three podcasts now. We just actually chained him in my basement, <laughs> and we're not letting him go until we've yeah, potted I'm, him out. I'm amazed he hasn't started getting messages asking where he is. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so uh, do we want that? And what topics would you like us to cover in 2015? We might have to do an update on Serial on the next one and talk about uh, some of the new information that we've come through because uh, I have some ideas on that. Okay, sounds right. good. Okay, see you. See, see you guys. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.